Hi, I'm Jasmine Smothers. I'm the lead pastor at Atlanta First United Methodist Church here in Atlanta, Georgia. This week, our Thursday thoughts are Friday thoughts as we prepare to welcome marchers um, to Atlanta First. The United Against Racism March is sponsored by the North Georgia Conference of the United Methodist Church, and people are marching from Central United Methodist Church to Atlanta First today. We'll receive our bishop, our district superintendent, uh, many clergy and many of the cabinet from around North Georgia United Methodism today because United Methodists stand against racism. So today's Thursday thoughts include uh, a video from Dr. Nancy Long, uh, who runs our counseling center, and she will talk about joy and how we can move uh, toward joy. And one of our youth, Iman, uh, has given us a video on what she thinks fear is. Uh, I also want to remind you that we are, we are looking for your Father's Day pictures. Please send them to Stephen at AtlantaFirstUnitedMethodistChurch.org. Stephen at AtlantaFirstUMC.org. Please send those photos as soon as you can. Send photos of your father with or without you or a, a man who has been influential in your life so that we might celebrate them with you on the third Sunday in June. Friends, there are many, many things that continue to go on in the life of our city, our nation, our church, and our world. I want to ask you to continue to be in prayer, to continue to hold your mirror up to see how God is trying to speak and shape and form uh, in this season, form you in this season. I do also invite you to see the statement that our bishop and cabinet have released about racism in the North Georgia Conference and also the video that Bishop Sue released yesterday. I love being your pastor. This is an exciting time to be the church. So let's do it. Let's roll up our sleeves, put on our mask, and be about the work that God has called us to here on earth. That work is service, worship, growth, and engagement, and moving toward perfection in God uh, to be the people that are mistaked for Jesus because we're so much like Jesus. May the peace of God be yours in abundance until we meet again. Amen. Good afternoon. I hope that you were inspired by the message of joy offered by Reverend Jasmine on Sunday. I am Dr. Nancy Long, one of the ministry partners with Atlanta First United Methodist Church. Her message acts as a segue to what I would like to offer my reflections about joy as it relates to the movie Inside Out. Reverend Jasmine noted in her sermon, we can't control joy. In other words, from our Christian tradition, we say, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. Joy is a feeling that comes from within, not from outside. Joy is changing your internal thoughts to be more positive, to allow you to be kind, forgiving, and flexible, especially to yourself. 
Joy promotes an acceptance of ourselves and always joy is available to us if we keep it alive in times of trouble. Joy is one of the gifts of the Spirit when we are followers of Christ. It is up to us to accept it. I remember as I was thinking about joy, a story that was told to me about a prophet who sat on the courthouse steps and uh, proclaimed that there is a God and wanted anyone who wanted to listen uh, to hear him. So a young man who was an agnostic or a non-believer came up to him and said, okay, if you're so wise, then tell me the bird that I have in my hand, is it alive or is it dead? So the prophet thought and he said to him, it's up to you. And the young man was puzzled. He said, what do you mean it's up to me? He said, in your hand, you have control. If I tell you that the bird is alive, then you will kill it. If I tell you the bird is dead, then you will release it. It is up to you. Reverend Jasmine is right. We cannot control joy, but what we can control is the power to decide if joy lives in us or dies with us. So we ask, then how can you choose joy to live within yourself? Well, first of all, you need to change your inner language. Many of us spend a lot of time saying what we should do or what we shouldn't do. And if we're constantly telling ourselves that we should have done this, we should have done that, then we find ourselves negative about ourselves and then we suddenly lose our joy. Secondly, we can learn to laugh. A laughter does good like a medicine, the proverb said. And research has shown that laughter can increase our physical health. It can reduce stress. There's a cancer researcher by the name of Donald Altman who cites a study that cancer patients who watched humorous movies found themselves better prepared for the treatment and they had less depression. Journal about your laughter experiences. So at the end of the week, when you had a tough week, that you will uh, find that it's not that difficult. Share funny articles or comic strip that you've seen with your family and friends. And make a list of your favorite humorous movies and watch them. And thirdly, focus your attention on nature. Listen to the birds singing in the morning. Look at the beauty of the green trees and then smell the fragrance of flowers as you pass by them. Once you change your focus, your situation and your focus on how beautiful the world is, you will find that beauty lives in you and your joy is alive. Let me be clear, using these suggestions doesn't mean flowing and glowing and ignoring painful emotions and pretending that everything is okay. These options mean moving your joy forward being flexible with yourself, paying attention to God's handiwork in nature, and practicing gratitude and finding peace and grace in that. And before you know it, your joy will live, and you can declare truly, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Thank you, and I hope that you enjoyed this reflection. Fear from Inside Out is a very relatable character that allows the viewer to laugh and see themselves in him. 
Although he was mainly shown for comedic relief, he is still very important in the movie because he helps Riley survive, and on multiple occasions, he holds her back. Fear is very aware of his environment around him. He keeps Riley safe by helping her think through dangerous situations and becomes a voice of reason of life-changing events happen for Riley, such as what to worry about in terms of going to a new school. But sometimes fear starts worrying about irrational thoughts, and he causes Riley to overthink or say things with uncertainty. Sometimes we allow our own fears to become loud and irrational, and that, that at times can create larger issues in the future. Fear cares about the well-being of Riley to an extreme. He only wants the best for her because he cares for her overall well-being. Even though he may take things too far, he is good at keeping Riley safe and secure.